Hi, I'm Brian Ingraham. Welcome to Rehope Extra. I'm here today with Ruth Waller, and we're going to be talking about some pretty significant things. Our church is in a massive season of exciting transition, and in, in some ways we're going to be stepping forward in, in new campuses over the next couple of years, and, and, and yet we've also been seeing uh, what I've termed blessed subtraction taking place as God is preparing our church, uh, scattering our church, but also bringing together uh, a new era for, for us as a church. So there's, there's all the exciting things, but we also are aware that in, this, in the context of transition and the context of, of um, change, that there's also a, can be a more painful side. Uh, that's connected with that. And so we wanted to just address that a little bit today. And and um, I know that Ruth's been giving a lot of thought to this concept. And so I thought say we'd just spend some time talking about transition and specifically um, pain connected to that. What is, what is it specifically that you're, you're, you've entitled this uh, to be today? Okay, we're going to call this podcast How to Navigate Times of Change, Transition and Loss without turning sour and bitter uh, and yeah without, without without turning sour and bitter how yeah. to navigate times of change transition and loss without turning sour and well, bitter well this isn't just even just for our church this is like for all seasons of life well right? yeah you could apply this generally but i think the heart behind this content this podcast mm -hmm. is about what god's doing in our church right now um i mean here's how i see it god is calling our church forward in this season we've got a vision for multi-campus within Glasgow um, we've had a huge number of key people in our church who God has called on to their next thing a huge <laughs> a huge number like which is part people. of our vision like people are being obedient to God that's awesome like you know the Crooks whose idea was it to pray for a thousand people yeah leave? Crooks are off to America um, yeah like Penman's church yeah. planting Kelsey's yeah. moving down south like so many good things that yeah. We have complete confidence, like, this is the right thing, this is what God is doing. Um, but I think the heart behind this podcast is more the compassionate side for folk, like, so what does that then imply for the, the rest of us who are seeing all the change happen? And for the people that are moving on too, because there's pain in, the, in saying goodbye and, and moving on to the next. Um, and I'm, I mean, I don't know about you, Brian, you're maybe not as emotional as I am, but like, hey, I've, that's not true. <laughs> like I've felt, I've definitely felt the pain of this as well. I don't, I don't just see this as like, Oh, it's easy for me to see what God's doing, so there's no pain and there's no sadness. It's like no, like I'm I'm really sad when the people go and there's been um, we've had a few cycles of this as a church over the years. Um like do you remember the whole era where like Stephen, Mark, Kirsty Yeah like it like everyone left the team in like one year because yeah. they were moving on to the next thing that God had and, and yet like we've recovered from that season and I feel like we're in a, a really similar one again now so i've got the hope and the perspective that god is in this and god's going to help us but i think there's that part of my heart that's just like I, I really care and i'm really sad for those of us who are also like feeling a bit stuck in the pain of it and not sure how to to dig out of that yeah and see some perspective yeah, that's true so yeah that's that's basically the, the inspiration behind this this podcast yeah i'm um, just really struck you're, you're right and and i feel like even from the beginning of the church we just knew that there's going to be seasons where people are going to be coming in and mm -hmm. then and then good stuff is going to be happening but but god's plan for our church isn't just about this church it's not just about mm -hmm. what's happening here he has a bigger plan and so he's going to be bringing people in and then mm -hmm. sending them out it's just something to expect but you're right it does it, it yeah. can be painful it can be painful and actually, friends and... historically when we've had fewer people 
in the church on a Sunday, the church has grown because yeah. it's easier to meet new people and to notice new people. It's easier to yeah. chat to them because there's not as many people. So yeah. it's not all bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess our hope with this podcast is to acknowledge the pain in this season, yeah. um, but hopefully to come out the other end more secure in God's calling on our individual place in this season, like how we fit into the bigger picture and how to get our hearts aligned with what his purpose is for us mm-hmm. in it. And hopefully then we don't need to get stuck in bitterness. And Yeah, good. That sounds that. great. That sounds great. So you've been thinking about this for a while. I have. What, what, how do we navigate times like this? Uh, what, what are healthy ways at least to navigate? Thanks for asking. I have four steps. Four steps. <laughs> four steps to navigate this time of change. Uh, step number one. I'm going to call this blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Inspired by Jesus. Jesus. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Okay. Sounds good. And that's basically let's be real about the pains and the losses. It's not going to help us. It's not going to do any good just to bottle up, just to pretend it's not there. I know that I'm the kind of person who my first response to things I don't like is denial and I pretend it's not real. Uh, but no like we need to find Jesus wants us to find a good place to mourn to let the the pain yeah Um, and this is going to look different for everyone I think it'll get toxic yeah if you don't you can't keep it in there and you might think that in the moment you're keeping under control but it will it will leak out eventually if you don't give it your time so I think everyone's gonna be different in this some people like to journal they want to just like write down process all their thoughts uh, some people want to go to their safe person that they can vent to and just be real and say, say all the things. Uh, some people like to talk out loud while they're driving and no one else is in the car. Um, people do that? I do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm always talking. Um, there's going to be different things for different people, but I think the important piece is can you get the emotion and the hurt and the pain that's inside you and just like let it out, air it in a good place? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like what, what, what do you do? Are you like a journal person? Or like <laughs> oh yeah, well, you're right. Thank you. I do. I do journal. I yeah. do. Write. Um, I have a lot of. I take. I have my prayer time in the morning where I'm mm-hmm. just putting a lot of things at Jesus' feet, like all the time, and kind of entrusting and handing mm-hmm. things over. So, so how do you put things I, I just, at His feet? Know, what do you mean? Um, well, I just picture just like the kind of Jesus or the foot of the cross, actually, more specifically, and mm-hmm. and wh- whether there's pain there, like people pain, I, it's like. I, I even do this, like, I, like geez, I, I can't hold this, or this isn't working okay in my heart, and I, and I like, take it out, and I just, I need to give this to you, and, 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 and even I'll just pray for healing to take place here, and mm-hmm. there, are, there are people pains and stuff like that in life, and, yeah. and so, and griefs, and, and so I do that, but also, you know, talking to, talking to my friends, and, and, um, and, and processing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and would you say you've experienced what Jesus is saying here? Blessed are those who mourn; they will be comforted. Like, have you experienced that comfort back from God in doing that? Oh yeah, yeah, hugely. Uh, mm-hmm. Just even just peace in, in the moment of just like handing over burdens to, yeah. but 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 comfort from from God in those one on one times, but also comfort like just with my friends. Just okay, I've said it, and 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 it's come out, and somebody's yeah. heard it, and they don't think I'm crazy, but also maybe they're. They're, they're, they still have good challenge and, and yeah. nudgings. Maybe but they're giving a space to be heard. Yeah, where I can be heard and, and yeah. Uh, listen. Yeah. That's listen. good. Okay, my top tip for this point. If you are hurting, maybe because someone's leaving or, or there's a person that's involved in the pain, 
there's a good chance that that person is not going to be your safe person to really be able to unpack and vent about the situation with. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. So what you're saying is like, if, if, if somebody's leaving and you're, you're hurt and you're upset or in mm -hmm. some way, going to them and trying to get to process if they were your safe person, yeah, they might not, that might be too much for them because your grief is pointed at them. Yeah. And so it's hard to, yeah, and I think that's, that's one of the really huge. tricky things yeah. that's going on in our church right now. Because a lot, like, it's not just one person. There's a number of key people who've been yeah. very pastorally involved, who have a lot of really strong friendships here. Yeah, elders, who, staff, yeah, and pe key people. Who are yeah. moving on. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> those of us still here are maybe then feeling the pain of that. Or for the people that are leaving, they're feeling the pain of, I'm leaving this church and I've loved this place. Yeah. And that is affecting relationships. That's just one of the realities. Like we maybe have, we won't, won't be able to go and unpack our hearts with the people that we used to previously. And that's why it is quite so sore. But I think that's maybe something we just need to acknowledge and accept in this moment is like this person, maybe I can tell them that I'm struggling and, and that I'm hurting, but I probably can't completely unpack it with them all the time. I need to find another source to do that if this isn't working. You're right. It's super complicated, with if the, especially if they're when God calls us forward, it's not like it's all like exciting and everything. There is an excitement there, but but there's also the grief of them letting go and then people not being happy. And yet, it, it can be. You're right. That can be really complicated. And I like that tip about you know, even if they have historically been your safe person, that you need to potentially find someone else to help you process the yeah. grief that's pointed at least for this specific the, grief. Yeah, for that. It's not that you're losing them forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I think that actually like for a lot of people this is maybe the moment where it's like, there isn't really a clear person that I can really talk to about this. So I have to hang on to God. Yeah. Like Jesus is my one person that I can really be real with. And um, yeah, that, that's hard, but I think like that's really gonna be the source of our comfort as well. Yeah. If we're going to him. Yeah, well, that's great. What a, what a great, so that, what was that first one? That first step was? Blessed are those who mourn. mourn for they will be comforted. Yeah, you well, ready for step two? Yeah, what's step two? Um, is there someone you need to forgive, perhaps even yourself, regarding this grief? Okay, is there someone you need to forgive? What I mean by that, okay. um, maybe you feel wronged in, in the situation. Maybe you're not actually wrong at all, but you do feel that sense of like, oh, I feel let down or I feel hurt or that's not how I want it to be. Yeah, there's pain. Yeah, there's pain there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, or maybe there's regret. There's like, oh, like I've, I've blown it. Like now this season's over and I'd always thought that in this season it would have been like this and now it's changing and I haven't had a chance to do in this season what I thought I would have done. Mm -hmm. And so then maybe there's even like some self frustration. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, oh, is there, wow, is there anyone you need to forgive? Do you need to forgive yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you need to forgive someone else regarding this grief? Uh, what's important is that we get out of this place of unforgiveness. Yeah. Now, you're using the word forgiveness, which we usually connect re really closely to sin. Mm -hmm. And um, and where a lot of times in these moments, it's not necessarily a sin issue. Mm -hmm. It's it's a uh, a sting. It's a, it's a hurt. It, it's a hurt, but it's it's not like a they're sinning by moving, following God into their next. Yeah. So, but, but maybe you still have that feeling of like, I feel let down or wrong. But it's still the same process, right? I need to forgive them, yeah. but, but not like... Or more like, I just need to be careful that I'm not holding judgment. Yeah. Because that's not our place. Like, yeah. we can be unhappy, we can be upset, but like, it's not our place to then hold, make judgment feelings and statements. Yeah. Um, yeah, we want to be wise to the enemy's schemes in our life. Like, sometimes we think that unforgiveness is just, that's our personal issue, and we can just sit in that place if we want to. But actually, 
when we are not being forgiving, which is what God asks us to do, we're directly opening a door to partner with the enemy because he wants us to be unforgiving. Uh, 2 Corinthians 2, 10 to 11 says, when you forgive someone, I do too. Indeed, what I have forgiven, if there was anything to forgive, I did in the presence of the Messiah for your benefit so that we may not be outsmarted by Satan. After all, we are not unaware of his intentions. And I think that's, that's what we need to be careful with here. We might think that the unforgiving feelings inside are just like, that's just our issue and we're the only ones that we're going to hurt in that. But actually, like Satan is looking for an opportunity to outsmart us and to, to jump on yeah. our heart on what that is. And so if we're not keeping our hearts clean in, the, in a, how we're processing it and grieving, we could actually just be giving him a wide open door for him to come in with uh, all sorts of other things. Yeah, so as a church, we could be stepping into God's leading and, and good future for us. It, it could be resulting in, in people going into different places. Mm -hmm. We experience pain. And, all, and like, even like, I'm gonna go to this, this campus, and I'm gonna go to this campus, and yet there, there's pain there. And, and yet, in all that goodness, mm -hmm. the enemy can still stir up things yeah. in there that are gonna, what, what does the verse say, that are gonna, you can be outsmarted. Um, be outsmarted. Be being yeah. unaware of it. That he can use such a good moment uh -huh. to to stir up pain. And, yeah. Oh, that's because unforgiveness that it, it turns into bitterness and then it can spiral into all sorts of things: paranoia, anxiety, uh, self hate, or um, not liking other people, or not trusting, not opening ourselves up to relationships again, not being loving. Like there's there's just so many things that can spiral into if we don't keep that clean and keep that in line. Yeah, that's good. So we need that's to be good. really careful. Yeah, because we, we want we want this this season to be all good, mm -hmm. and and to rightly deal with the 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 challenges and the the things of moving forward into God's next. That's mm -hmm. brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, Hebrews two twelve fifteen. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up and causes you trouble or many of you will become defiled. And I think like, yeah, what we want to be careful with is, it might be that these situations that have caused us grief were out of our control and they're not anything that we could have done. Yeah. But we do have responsibility over our hearts and whether or not we let bitter roots grow up. Mm -hmm. So that is yeah. the piece that we do have responsibility over and we can't just expect God to take away our bitterness. It's like, no, are we willing to put in the hard work to forgive, to let go, to leave behind and to, mm -hmm. to work at not turning bitter Put it at the foot sour. of the cross. Yeah. This pain and leave it there. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay, so step two is forgiveness. Yep. Um, step three. Step three. Check your heart. Are you willing to keep following Jesus even when it hurts? Are you, oh, <laughs> are you willing to keep following Jesus even when it hurts? Okay. Yes. Good. And this is like a, what are you really living for? Who mm -hmm. are you really following yeah. question? Because sometimes when God calls us to do things, it's all wonderful and fun. Um, really? So, yeah. But sometimes <laughs> he calls us to get up and go, to leave things behind, you know, like Abraham leaving behind his home and his family, mm -hmm. Paul getting up and going, uh, Brian and Kelly moving across the world with two tiny children to a land they didn't know. That wasn't all exciting. Yeah. I mean, it had its pains there. Like, sometimes God's call yeah, I remember family weeping at the airport, but still. Well, yeah. no, that's my point. Uh, oh, okay, great. Leaving behind hurts. Okay. okay. And uh, sometimes when God calls you to be the person who stays, that hurts too. Yeah. Like, I never wanted to stay in Scotland. I never wanted to still be here mm -hmm. at this point. I wanted to be a missionary overseas. I wanted to be living in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, but God very clearly called me back here. Mm -hmm. And that hurt because I had to leave behind the dream of living abroad mm -hmm. and all this. 
But actually as painful as that move was for me, like having followed Jesus here in Scotland mm-hmm. over the years, like he still has met me with so many of the desires in my heart for being elsewhere. Yeah. So it's wow. not all been bad, but I think that the, the key question here is like, am I still willing to follow Jesus even when the path he takes me on involves pain? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. And, and we, all need, we all think that we are, but like you really need to stop and consider that. that that's, key. that's the honest question. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it, yeah, of course, that's the right answer, but mm-hmm. when it comes to it, yeah, when it comes to it. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about step three? Nope. Okay, so step three. Uh, what's step four? Step four. Seek God's heart and perspective for your purpose and focus in this season. Okay, this is different than what is he doing generally, because it's maybe easy to see what he's doing generally. Like, okay, he's expanding the church, he's sending out new leaders to new places, he's giving people a new start somewhere else, he's bringing people in. Like, okay, we can all see the general. Yeah. But actually, I think for many of us to move from a place of pain to a place of thriving, we need to have something personally positive to cling on to in that right. time, rather okay. than just like blind faith that it's probably okay. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I think it might not be entirely clear to us what is God's personal purpose and perspective for us in this season, but if we seek it, like he will reveal it. Because mm-hmm. he is loving, he is kind, he is a good shepherd, he leads us gently. We might be feeling in the dark in some moments, but so often I find when you go to him and you mm-hmm. ask him, like he does reveal, he really, this is what I see in you in this season. Mm-hmm. This is what it can look like. So Getting that insight is pivotal. Yeah, that, pivotal. that's what's going to pull you out of yeah. the road to bitterness. Getting God's, getting God's heart for this season, whatever season you're in. I, mm-hmm. I, one, of the, one of the premises of Bobby Clinton's book, Making of a Leader, is to understand what season of life you're in or what season you're in so that you can understand what God's, in his book, his development plan for you is in that season or what he's trying to teach you or what, what, where he's trying to develop you so that you can rightly respond and not have to keep learning the lessons over and over again. Oh, yeah. And so his, his, his strategy is to zoom out, zoom back and just to say, okay, yes, in this moment it's painful, but what is God trying to develop in me during this season? Uh-huh. So that, I, and in in a similar way, that's kind of what we're yeah. what we're trying to. God, then, what's your what is your purpose for this season? What what is your purpose for now? What do you want to do in me during this time? Yeah, because I guess there's positive and negative there. Because there's mm-hmm. the positive, like what are the good things I can hang on to, appreciate, and be encouraged by. Yeah. But there's also like the what are the hard de- character development things that he needs me to learn in this? Because if you don't learn it in this season, mm-hmm. like you don't want to end up in another season where you get forced through it again and you have another opportunity. Right. Like I think God does give us opportunities and we miss the learning moments in one season. He gives us another opportunity, which is great. But really I'm like, if I'm sitting in this pain moment, I don't want to go through this pain moment again. Like, or something similar. Yeah, yeah I want mm-hmm. to know that I've like worked through the character stuff or responded to him in obedience and whatever it is that he's wanting in this time mm-hmm. so that we can mm-hmm. move past this and not have to do this again. Yeah. So yeah. some tips, some tips for seeking God's perspective oh. and what, yes. how, how Perfect. he sees this. Yeah. Number one. Set aside time to pray and ask God to bring to your mind what he sees in you in this season. So again, not the general bigger picture, what it is in you. Okay, like what he's what he's trying to do in you or where, where he sees you now? Just what does he see? So okay. I'm thinking yeah. like, what does he want you to grow in? Okay. What does he want you to enjoy? 
What okay. does he want you to focus on? Wait, you can enjoy things in seasons of pain. Yeah, like yeah. like just what are yeah. the good things? And I, and I would suggest like if you sit down and pray and ask God to reveal these things, don't overthink it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like sit down with a pen and paper and just write all the things that come to mind. Okay. And then once you've run out of things to write, then step back and read and assess and think, okay, is this actually maybe what God's saying? Yeah, that's good. That's good because so often we, we want to criticize or, or, or over-evaluate the first thoughts and, yeah. and so we reject them but then we don't remember them because we're rejecting them uh -huh. but actually there was something there yeah yeah just get it written down i get that way sometimes with dreams i'm like that dream isn't isn't anything but if i just write it down and then process it oh wait actually maybe yeah yeah number two mm -hmm. ask people you know to give you their wisdom based on their perspective of your life and carefully consider what they say now this is a tricky one um, but because, it's a yeah, yeah, you might not like what they say. Okay. So you need to actually want an answer if you're going to yeah. ask them. Yeah. But you basically need to go to people in your life, whether it's your friends, family, Bible read through group, people at church, whatever, and say, look, this is how I feel in this season. Right, from your perspective, what do you think God might think of me in this season and what he wants to do in me in this season? And just listen and don't be defensive, don't argue back, just take notes, listen, and then analyze once you've listened. That's great. So yeah, yeah. It's it's humble posture, right? Like mm -hmm. going in, like okay, I'm gonna listen. I'm humble. I'm gonna evaluate. They're, they might hit or miss. They might. Be yeah, they might get it wrong. But like, it's coming humbly. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. They might say something like, yeah, changes yeah. your perspective on it as well. Good. Um, number three, mm -hmm. ask people you trust to listen to God with you, okay. and share any prophetic encouragement for you. To, to really hang on to and bring understanding in this yeah. season. So what, what do I mean by that? I mean, uh, yeah, just ask people who also listen to God, like here, would you pray with me and share with me what you think that God's saying mm -hmm. to me about this season and my purpose, my perspective yeah. in it. Um, you might have people in church that you can actually do that with, or if you don't, you can always come up on a Sunday to the prayer ministry team and just say to whoever you end up with, here, I'm, I'm struggling to know what God thinks of my purpose in this season mm -hmm. would you help me listen to god and, yeah. and share with me what you think is on his heart and the prayer team would be happy to do that so that's something you can do great so um what were those four steps again well we're still on number three. Oh, we're still we're no, we're no this four. is my three we're on number four step but we've oh. got one more tip more tip sorry i'm back maths isn't okay so number four tip yeah ask god to show you over time and pay attention to what draws your heart and excites you. Hmm. So this is the thought that sometimes the first time you sit down to pray about something, you don't get everything. But yeah. if you're asking God to just keep revealing to you, like, what does he see in you in this season? Uh, and, and pay attention, don't ignore him. Don't just decide he's not gonna speak, but like look out and pay attention to those things. Uh, you might actually find like, here's the things that I do find exciting in this season. Here's the things that do draw me in. Hmm. So look out for it yeah super practical oh thank you okay so again what, what are the what were the four steps real quick step one was blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted yep step two is there anyone you need to forgive including yourself whether it's a sin connected thing or not a sin connected regarding your grief step mm -hmm. three check your heart are you willing to keep following jesus even when it hurts step four seek god's heart and perspective for your purpose and focus in this season yep what else do you want to say 
I suppose, but to put it simply, it's it's not going to be as simple as just working through these four steps. Right. It never is quite that no. simple. No. But if you can work yourself through these four steps as many times as you need to, that is going to get you on a much stronger foot to get out of the pain and the grief. Yeah. So, yeah, you might work through these four steps and then have to go back and have another time of mourning and grieving and talking to your safe place and then another time of forgiving again because the pain came back up and another time of letting go of things and another time of seeking God and this might be more like a cycle that you go round and round and round and round but I think if you take each one of these steps seriously with every time you have to go back through them there's going to be a little less pain there's going to be a little it's going to be a little bit easier to mm -hmm. forgive and you're going to yeah. you're going to build blocks of like well here's the positive things I can hang on to and then at the end of the day you won't have to keep working through the steps you'll just like get to a stronger place no, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. I mean, it's, it, it is a process. And especially if you're in a period of time where you're letting someone go who's still there, but they're going, you know, it mm -hmm. does kind of have that continue to keep working through it day after yeah. day. And then after they go, stay after stay. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all, all we've got to say okay. about great. that. I mean, I am really excited about what God's doing in our church. I think that. Yeah, me too. It's just really interesting to see the convergence of um, prophetic words that have been spoken over the years and prayers that have been prayed with now opportunities that are opening up. Like I don't think yeah. we've ever quite had a season like this before. It's a real convergence of all those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like this is exciting bigger picture. This is definitely like God is on the move. We're, we're seeing some really good things here. Um, but I am also, I'm really sad seeing all the sadness yeah. in this yeah. season. And I, and I don't want to lose, you know, people's hearts over this. Like yeah. I, we want people to feel, uh, I guess, like they know what God's purpose is for them in yeah. each moment. Yeah. So I hope this podcast has maybe been helpful yeah. for that. Let's let's keep this an open discussion and open conversation. Yeah. It's not don't don't feel like this is an awkward thing to talk about. I think we're we're all kind of in it together. Yeah. God God has a purpose for our church, but also for everyone in it. Mm -hmm. And and He's paying attention to our church and leading us forward, but also every person in it. He's, uh, it's it's not just a group. Thing. it's 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 everyone so i don't know yeah. I, I i really appreciate you taking the time to think this through and share about it yep uh the one one bible passage i would recommend to have a think about and meditate on if that is helpful is psalm 37 verses yeah. 3 to 9 i won't read them out just now but if you just need something to chew on and something to meditate on regarding all this mm -hmm. i would say Take Psalm 37, 3 to 9, write it all down in your own handwriting and just really slowly pray over it and see what God speaks to you through it. Okay, thanks Ruth. Thank you. So that's, that's, uh, that's the message for now, for, for today. We're thankful for uh, Ruth sharing today and for her, her wisdom in this. And, and church, we believe that God's got a great future for us and we're, we're following him, we're excited about our future. Uh, we also love you and we, we care about um, each one of you and how you're working through this time. Um, yeah, join us again in a couple weeks for our next Rehope Extra Podcast.